going forward. Vino aquí a la iglesia gozoso. I came to church this morning to pour out. Vine aquí para derramar. I want you to excuse me for dressing down today, but I'm going to be here for about five or six. Y si me perdonan por haberte vestido un poco más casual hoy día. It's harsh to be in a suit and slacks. And so uh, we left this morning, and my wife looked at me. She said, um, "She goes, you're not dressed appropriate for church." <laughs> I said, "But you look beautiful." I said, "You deviate the conversation."
Se trata de tener fe perseverante. And so I titled this morning the sermon, My Persevering Faith. Y el título de este sermón es Mi Fe Perseverante. And I know grammatically it's wrong. Y yo sé que quizás esté mal grammaticamente. But the reason why I put it that way pero la razón por la cual lo puse así es porque ustedes tienen que apoderarse de su fe. La persona al lado suyo no lo hará. Tu esposa no lo hará. Tu esposo no lo hará. Tu esposo no lo hará. Usted tiene que tener su propia fe perseverante. Y la palabra perseverar significa eh, significa right. hacer algo continuamente. You have to do it over and over and over. Tienes que hacerlo una y otra vez. And that is what having persevering faith is. It doesn't matter what your faith, you need to have it all over again. It's like if you never had it from the beginning. Y eso es lo que tener fe perseverante, hacerlo una y otra vez. So you can be able to get through where you're at in life right now. Para que puedas llegar a tu destino. And if you look at this picture here. This picture was sent to me the other day and said, Pastor, I, I had given the title if you guys remember last week on Sunday. And they said, this picture will go great with your sermon. And so I started looking at it. And I said, wow, there's power in this picture. If you look at the picture, the gentleman that's running el hombre que está corriendo is running on a on, I guess you could say a path. Él está caminando en un, en un camino. And to his left and to his right. Y a su izquierda y a su derecha. The path kind of curves. El camino eh, toma una vuelta. And there's kind of like, like a black void on each side. Wow. Y hay lugares oscuros en cada lado. But not only is there a black void on each side. Pero no, solo, no solamente está oscuro a los lados. There's a black lados. void behind him. And so in front there's Jesus with the crown ready to give it to him. And notice that this man is running. And if you can picture this man. And you can picture his eyesight of where he's looking. He's looking straight forward. He's not looking to his left. He's not looking to his right. He's been bothered to turn around for a second. I want you to place yourself as this man. Jesus is in front of you, ready to give you everything you're asking for. Come on. I don't need you to look to your right. I don't need you to look to your left. I need you to keep your eyes focused on me. Quiero que te permanezca tu mirada en mí. Where you came from is a black void. De donde vienes es un una oscuridad. Where you came from, I don't need you to go back there. De donde vienes no necesito que vuelvas. I need you to focus on me. Necesito que te enfoques en mí. And keep running to me. Y que sigas corriendo. I'm the one that has your crown. I'm the one that has your answers. Yo sé que tiene las respuestas. I'm the one that has the the answers to the question you've been longing for. Yo tengo las respuestas a las preguntas que tanto deseas. But you need to have persevering faith. Pero necesitas tener fe perseverante. You need to run through that narrow path. Because if you take a step to the right, you might fall over. If you take a step to your left, you might fall over. Pero si te vas por el camino derecho, I guarantee you the reward that you're going to receive. Te garantizo que la recompensa que recibirás far greater than anything you can maybe doubt for in your life. The reward that I'm having in my hands for you is far greater than anything that the world can offer. La recompensa que tengo en mis manos para ti es mucho más grande que cualquier cosa del mundo te ofrezca. That is the God that we serve. Ese es el Dios que servimos. I'm going to make a bold statement. I want you to look at the person next to you and tell them, I'm getting better. I'm getting better. I'm getting better in my relationship. I'm getting better in my finances. I have yet to meet somebody that wakes up saying, I want to feel worse. So if you're not saying, I'm getting better with all you have, si no está diciéndolo con todo tu poder. You might want to check yourself this morning. Quizás revisate. The problem is people don't say those words. El problema es que las personas no dicen esas palabras. Because they wake up this morning with the same mindset they had last night. Porque se desaparecen con la misma mentalidad de la noche anterior. So what happens if last night you experienced some sort of loss? Y si la noche pasada tú experimentaste algo desagradable. And that is the first thought you had this morning. 
Y esa es el primer pensamiento de la mañana. It's impossible for you to get better. Será imposible que tú te mejores. Right. ¿Verdad? Si tienes la misma mentalidad de la noche antes. Es imposible que digas con firmeza, yo estoy mejorando. Pero si puedes tomar un momento y mirar lo que es el día de hoy. What is this day? ¿Qué es este día? This is the day the Lord has made. Amen. If you got to hear this voice because God still has a purpose and a calling, like Manny said this morning. He didn't wake up this morning because he chose to wake up. You got up this morning because God allowed you to get up. Because he believes that you're going to get better. If we believe that you're going to get better, Because he's already given me 
He's already given me evidence. And I have enough evidence in my life for all the things that he's taken me out of to take the step I may not know where he's leading me, but I know God is with me, and I know that what he's calling me to do, I'm sure they're going to bring it, they're going to come to pass. I may not understand it. I may not want them for my life, but sometimes we want things differently than what God is giving us. Because it's not about your want, it's about your needs. God knows what each of you need. But a lot of times we don't want what we need, we want what we just want. And what we need doesn't go with what we want. What we want makes us feel comfortable. Y lo que queremos nos hace sentir cómodos. Pero quizás lo que necesitamos no nos hace sentir tan cómodos. Pero Dios te da en cada temporada de tu vida lo que necesitas. Y se entiende que si Él te da poco a poco, podrás experimentar la fe perseverante. God is going to give you a little more. You're not going to look to your sides. He already gave you evidence. He did it once. He's going to give you a little bit more. He's going to push a little bit more. You're not going to look to your sides because now you have even more evidence. And what I'm hoping for is to get over there. I'm not, I'm not there yet. But I got some evidence that when I took these two steps, it led me down the right path. So you know what? I'm going to take another step. And by taking another step, now you have a persevering faith. Now you're exercising your faith. And now you're walking down the path that God has laid out for you. You're not there yet. But you're exercising that faith. And how are you doing that? By doing it time and time again. Over and over and over. Now I'm going to share with you three facts of faith. Ahora voy a compartir con ustedes tres, eh, tres factores. factores de la fe. Pero antes de llegar a Romanos 12.3 dice que todos hemos dado una medida de fe. Romanos 12.3 dice que todos se nos ha dado una medida de fe. A measure of faith. Una medida de fe. Please follow me. Does it have a percentage? No tiene porcentaje. It just says a measure of faith. Solo dice una medida de fe. Three facts about faith. If you're taking notes, you want to write these down. Tres factores de la fe. Si Number one. Número uno. Faith is for believers. La fe es para los creyentes. Faith is for believers. La fe es para los creyentes. So if you don't have any faith. Y si tú no tienes fe. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. Faith is for believers. Romans 12, 3 says it. That we've all been given a measure of faith. And for that matter, the rest of the book of Romans speaks about faith. It's written that faith is not for the unbeliever. 2 Thessalonians 3, 2 says. That we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men. For all men have not faith. We can put it up in Spanish. Second Thessalonians 3 2. Segundo Thessalonicenses 3 2. Says that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men, for all men have not faith. So here. Aquí. This scripture supports, supports what I just finished saying. Faith is for the believers, not for the unbelievers. You ever talk to somebody and you try to give them some scripture or, or you try to give them a testimony of your life? And they keep looking at you with a square face. And they 
talking about you, you're crazy. Como de qué estás hablando, How can God no? even tell you that? ¿Cómo es que Dios puede decirte eso? It's because faith es porque la fe is for believers. Es para los creyentes. So that person doesn't have faith yet. Y esa persona no tiene fe aún. Because that person has not accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Porque esa persona no ha aceptado so a Jesús como Salvador. So they want to believe what you're telling them. O lo mejor ellos quieren creer. Or sometimes you're like this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. O te dicen sí, sí. And you know in reality they they yeah means no, 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 no. Pero la realidad es que no no lo creen. Because faith is for the believer. Porque la fe es para los creyentes. Salvation must be first present in you. La, la salvación tiene que estar primero presente en ti. In order for you to have the measure of faith that I just spoke about. Para que tú puedas tener esa medida de fe de la que hablamos. Salvation must be first present in order for you to have that measure of faith. La salvación tiene que estar primeramente en ti para que puedas tener esa medida de fe. And if not, what are you believing? Y si no, ¿en qué es lo que estás creyendo? Think about that for a second. Piensen en eso un momento. If not, what do you believe in yourself? Entonces, ¿en qué estás creyendo? ¿En ti mismo? You're going to fear yourself over and over and over every single time. If you, can, if you continue to just rely on yourself, si sigues solamente apoyando o creyendo en ti mismo, you're going to fall short every single time. No vas a llegar o vas a caer corto cada vez. It's what it is, honestly. It's unfortunate, but it's the truth. Es así, es la verdad. He is the only one that carries you. Él es el único que te carga. And who am I talking about? The Spirit of God. The Holy Spirit. ¿Y de quién hablo? Del Espíritu Santo de Dios. The Holy Spirit that lives inside of you. El Espíritu Santo que vive en ti. As you accepted Jesus. Cuando aceptaste a Jesús. And when Jesus was with his disciples and he was about to ascend, he said, "I'm leaving, but somebody's going to come behind me to comfort you." I'm not leaving you alone. No te voy a dejar solo. Somebody's going to come to be with you all the days of your life. Alguien llegará a estar contigo todos los días de tu vida. That is the person that lives inside of you. Esa es la persona que vive en ti. Because yes, the Holy Spirit is a person. Porque sí, el Espíritu Santo sí es una persona. And He's the one. That's going to exercise that measure of faith. He's the one that's going to guide you. And he's the one that's that's going to bring those nudges every now and then. Not problems, like like a like a tug, right? Like like a tug. Like a pull. Every now and then, whenever God requires for us to do something. And as you give in to that pool, you exercise your faith. You exercise the measure of faith. Because at that moment, you're uncertain. You don't know what's going to happen, right? But the Spirit does. Pero el Espíritu sí sabe. The Spirit already received from the Father what's about to take place. Ya él recibió del Padre lo que va a tomar lugar. And so he's nudging at you, he's pulling at you for you to take action so you can receive something. Y él te está jalando para que tú puedas recibir, para que tú puedas tomar alguna acción. So the first one is faith for believers. Así que la primera es la fe es para los creyentes. The second one. El segundo. Might take some of you by shock. Quizás lo sorprenda. You have the same faith as Jesus. Tú tienes la misma fe que Jesús. Amen. No, Pastor, no, Amen. This is unbiblical. No, Pastor, eso no es bíblico. No, it's impossible for me to have the same faith as Jesus. Es imposible que yo tenga la misma fe que Jesús. The Bible says in Romans that you've been given a measure of faith. La Biblia dice que a ti te dieron una medida de fe. It doesn't say a percentage. It doesn't say that I gave Jenny 50% or I gave Marco 50% of faith. Que le dio más a Jenny que a Marcos. I gave them a measure of faith. Yo les di una medida de fe. Jesus had a measure of faith. Jesús tenía una medida de fe. We all have a measure of faith. Todos tenemos una medida de fe. But have you ever looked at somebody else's life and feel, man, that person, their faith is up here. Pero quizás ha mirado la vida de otra persona y dicen, wow, su fe está bien alta. Their life is going so good. Su vida está tan bien. My life is all messed up. Y mi vida está destruida. I, I, I need to speak to that person to see what is it that they believe in that I don't. Yo necesito hablar con ellos a ver en lo que ellos creen. 
You know the difference between that person and you? ¿Sabe la diferencia entre esta persona y tú? Is that that person is putting their faith into practice? Es que esta persona está poniendo su fe a practicar. While your faith is sleeping. Mientras tu fe está durmiendo. While your faith is tucked away. Mientras tu fe está guardada. You have it tucked away, waiting for someday to bring it out. I don't know why. La tienes bien guardada, esperando un día sacarla. When your measure of faith should be active every single day. Tu medida de fe debe estar activada. If you believe in God for the supernatural. Si tú crees en Dios y lo supernatural. You can't believe God for the supernatural while your faith is tucked away. No puedes creerle a Dios para lo sobrenatural mientras tu fe está guardada. You have to exercise your faith on a daily basis in order to receive something from God. Come on, church. Jesus did this. Jesus hizo he exercises faith on a daily basis. But you know what? Pero sabes qué? Jesus was also troubled. Dios también fue, yes. eh, he was also troubled. In the Garden of Gethsemane, if you guys read it, it says that when he asked the Father to pass the cup from him, Cuando él le pidió al padre que pase eh, la copa, de él. Asked it one time. no se lo pidió una vez. Asked it two times. No lo pidió dos veces. Asked it three times. Lo pidió tres veces. Three times. Tres veces. This is Jesus. Ese es Jesús. Saying, Lord, pass this cup from me. Pasa esta copa de mí. Y Dios lo mira y le dice no. Or maybe you hear me the first time. Pass this cup from me. Pasa esta copa de mí. God looks at him and says. Nope. Okay, maybe one more time. Maybe you didn't hear me correctly. Can you pass this cup from me? God looks and says, Bring Jesus says, Not my will, but your will. But it's because of your persevering faith. Pero a través de tu fe perseverar. Que cuando tú te rindes. Even though the flesh may be weak. Aunque la carne sea débil. I know my spirit is willing. So when I give in. When I give in, I'm going to see my faith be put into action. And I'm going to persevere through the issues that I'm in going right now. These issues are not going to stop me. I've asked you to pass the cup, but you're still looking at me. What does that tell me? That you see something in me that I don't see in me yet. So I must exercise my faith to get to the point where you're asking me to get to it. We have the same faith as Jesus. James 4, 2-3 says, 2-3 says, you don't have because you don't ask. And when you ask, Exercise your faith. 
That is when you exercise your faith. Ahí es donde necesitas tu fe. You guys with me? Amen. 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 Number three. El número tres. Okay, so the first one. El primero. Faith is for? La fe es para? Los creyentes. Number two. Número dos. Tenemos la fe de Jesús. Y el número tres. This is what I was just talking about. Only you can Solo tú puedes edificar tu fe. The measure of faith that's been given to each and every single one of you. La medida de fe que se ha dado a cada uno. That is developed or strengthened in you comes from only one place. Que se ha desarrollado y se ha fortalecido solo viene de un lugar. De la palabra de Dios. Sencillamente. No one here has more faith than anybody else. Not even the person speaking on this pulpit. I don't have more faith than you. I just choose to believe and exercise my faith. So how do I strengthen my measure of faith? No tienes menos fe de la que tenías ayer. 
The only reason is that your measure of faith has es que se ha, se ha Because you haven't fed it. No lo has And we need to understand that in order for our measure of faith to be strengthened, y tenemos que entender que para poder fortalecer nuestra fe tenemos que vivir por dos cosas tenemos que ser alimentados por el Espíritu Santo y tenemos que estar guiados por el Espíritu Santo es el Espíritu de Dios que va a traer es el Espíritu de Dios que va a sacar de ti lo que ya vive en el The Spirit cannot take out any something el Espíritu no puede sacar algo que no está ahí. The Spirit cannot take out something that doesn't abide in the temple. El Espíritu no puede sacar algo que no And so when you're trying to talk to somebody and bring up scripture, it doesn't come to mind. I know what I want to tell them, but it just doesn't come to mind. You haven't been Holy Spirit fed. You heard it. But you didn't meditate on the word. They were assured of them, 
embraced them and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on earth. For those who say such things declare plainly that they seek a homeland. And truly, if they called to mind that country from which they came out of, they would have the opportunity to return. But now they desire a better, that is, a heavenly country. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. Please turn off your cell phone. Let's read verse 13 again, because this kind of took me by, by all when I read this. These all died in faith, not having received the promises. Conforme a la fe, murieron todos estos sin haber recibido las promesas. I'm going to tell you something that's going to take you back. Te voy a decir algo que lo vas a aprender. There are promises Hay that promesas God speaks of, que Dios habla, but you will only get a taste of them. Pero solo vas a probarlas. You will not see the fulfillment of that wow. promise. No vas a ver el cumplimiento de esas promesas. Voy a volver a repetirlo. There are promises Hay promesas that God has for you que Dios tiene para ti, that you will only get a taste of que solo vas a llegar a probarlas, but you will not see the fulfillment of the promise. No verás el cumplimiento de esa promesa. Let me explain. Déjame explicar. Abraham, Abraham was the father of faith era el padre de la fe. and is also known as the father of what? Many nations. Wait a second. Y también el padre de muchas naciones. Come on, Pastor. If I can recall, si, si me recuerdo, Abraham, Abraham, had Ishmael, Ismael, and had Isaac, y Isaac, no, Isaac, and had a couple other sons after. Those are the names the Bible speaks of. God promised Abraham that he will be a father of many nations. Dios le prometió a Abraham que iba a ser padre de muchas naciones. While Abraham was here on earth, God asked him to do something. And he said, if you will sacrifice your son Isaac, I will give you the promises that I have for you. But if you read the story, we see that Abraham went up to the mountain. His servants stayed at the bottom. Abraham turns around and says, I will be back with my son. He was already speaking in faith that was going to happen. Abraham goes up. You know the story. He's about to kill Isaac. God gives forth a uh, offering. Abraham comes down, back with Isaac. Abraham lives to be very old age, and then departs. But wait a second, I thought you said Abraham was the father of many nations. God told Abraham if you can count the stars in the skies, and the sand, and the sea, as such, will be your descendants. Abraham, Got a taste of the promise. Llegó a probar la promesa. Isaac. Isaac. Wow. But as he ascended to be with the father. Pero cuando él fue a estar con su padre. Now because of his obedience, because of Isaac. Por su obediencia de Isaac. He can look back. Él puede mirar. And be called the father of many nations. Abraham not only enjoyed his promise here on earth, <coughs> but his eyesight was, was placed on a higher promise. Yes. On a heavenly promise. Amen. Amen. Much of life of faith promises here. You have to enjoy them while you're here before the actual possession is attained. Abraham did that. 
He enjoyed Isaac when he was here. Él disfrutó de Isaac cuando estuvo aquí. He's enjoying from up there more. Pero está disfrutando aún más allá arriba. When it speaks about being a stranger in this passage, it's actually a rejection to the world system. It's about seeking God's heavenly promise. That's why the word of God says, do not conform yourself to this world. You're in this world.